everybody, and welcome to The Instance. This is The Instance episode uh, 613. It is September 1st, 2020. Brand new month, and there's only one more of these until the month we get the new game. And we're not going to talk about it just yet in detail, but we have a date, and everyone's super stoked. Even Patrick Beja is all the way in uh, Helsinki today in isolation. Hello, Patrick. Hello, I am... uh reasonably stoked yeah somewhat stoked more I'm stoked were you more you were more stoked than you were a week ago because now you got reasons to be stoked absolutely right? yeah i i am uh i am all after out or not out <laughs> i'm in i'm stoked and in you're stoked and in all right well this makes me happy to hear because i too am stoked and in let's find out if garrett weinzerl from florida is either stoked or in or both Boy, with with excitement like Patrick just exhumed, I I, I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know if I can pull it off. It's pretty intense, uh, right? Intense stuff. This is coming. great. It's, it's sooner than I thought it was gonna be. Uh, the Alpha and Beta have been great. Yeah, I've yeah. been playing classic because I just don't give a hoot about BFA anymore. Yeah. So let's do it. Bring it on. Can't play BFA at all right now. I wish I could. I just can't do it. Um, more about reasons why I should be though later in the show, because there are, turns out some reasons. However, before we get started, I wanted to talk real quick about today's NVIDIA reveal of the 30 series of high-end RTX video cards. Now, what's exciting about this is, of course, anytime there's a new generation of cards, people get excited and uh, whatever. Why I'm excited is because this thing is the size of a toaster oven. It is Enormous, and I can only assume that that fan sounds like an airplane taken off from LaGuardia Airport. So, pretty excited about that beast of a card. Uh, middle range going to set you back about seven hundred bucks US. If you want the lower end card, which is the thirty eight seventy or the thirty seventy rather, you are going to pay five hundred. And if you want the high end uh, thirty ninety, you are going to pay a whopping one thousand five hundred dollars. Does anybody in this circle of people plan on upgrading to one of those three cards when they come out? Yes. Yes. One of those three, yeah. uh, but not the the one I need to sell a kidney for. Ah, gotcha. Uh, the one I only need to sell part of my liver for. <laughs> um, so the middle, you know, so the I, middle of the road one. Then you want that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. Well, I, I think uh, probably uh, uh, thirty seventy because. You know, there there was a time when 3070 or the 70 series yeah. was a reasonably priced uh, card mm-hmm. out of the the lot. It was the 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 one to go if you didn't necessarily want the absolute insane performance. Right. Seems that now it's like with every generation, they they're just raising the price of everyone and adding a higher end one. But uh, anyway, bottom line, uh, 3070 sounds good in 2021 and also i'm still using my uh 970 from six years ago so well here, i can wait another few months sure here here's the thing you will if you're not getting it till 2021 which is the really they, these aren't coming out till then right these are end of year i don't think are they no i don't think they're this uh year. between september and october oh i didn't know that i thought they were next year yeah, early the, next the, year the first one is coming out september 17 i think okay so those you know they're going to be the nvidia reference models and uh they're not going to be there's not going to be a lot of them and stuff like that so, right yeah that's a good point uh then the third party stuff will come later okay so uh 
if you get one and let's say you get one before launch day of World of Warcraft Shadowlands, the upcoming expansion from World of Warcraft and Blizzard Entertainment, uh, you get to have all the hot uh, shadows and business in there. You get the ray tracing going on. Is that exciting to you now that you finally got your eye on an actual card? Are you gonna you know, crank that thing up and watch your Torin leave I mean, a shadow wherever he goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, for me, I'm probably not going to get one until 2021. Mm. But the thing I'm really looking forward to is Fortnite with shadows. No, I'm kidding. I don't Ooh, play Fortnite. No. But the thing that it signifies is uh, shadows. I mean, ray tracing is finally coming everywhere. Mm. And uh, we're getting some for Fortnite. We're getting some. And the new consoles mean that it is now the majority is going to be the majority of development that's going to be uh, happening on platforms that do have ray tracing. Mm -hmm. So I think now it makes sense to get a ray tracing enabled card when it didn't really before, because there was no game that would take advantage of it almost. Uh, And if you're going to get a card, probably it makes sense to get a 30 series, 30 hundred series. Although the, 20 something are still going to be pretty good and they're going to be less expensive. Yeah. So. I have a 2080 in it and I, I probably won't be upgrading cause it feels like it's not oh. going to be that big of a leap for me. It makes no sense for you. If yeah. you already have one, it makes no sense to upgrade. Yeah. So I'm going to wait until the 40 series. <sighs> yeah. I'm actually kind of, I'm also on a 2080. I'm kind of thinking like, maybe I just get a second 2080. Ooh. <laughs> when they get cheaper. Do you do an SLI? Uh, is that what they're called? SLI? Yeah, and I'll, yeah. I'll pick up like two more 4K monitors and just have a giant power drawing wall of blindness. Well, that at that point, you're like Bruce Banner. Not Bruce Banner. That would be the Hulk. You're like Bruce, the other Bruce. Bruce. I mean, Bruce Banner was, was a scientist <laughs> and stayed a scientist after he became the Hulk. So I'm sure he had needs for a lot of monitors as well. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. I got my Bruce's mixed up, but... You know, listen, man, yeah. don't don't Hulk shame. OK, just because he's green and angry doesn't mean he's not still a scientist. That's true. He just didn't have any money because the problem is you get mad and then break everything and then leave. And then people are after him. So he's always on the run. And he never had any cash. Mm. It's hard. Yeah, to but again, science scientists, he cash. probably has plenty of grant money. I'm sure he's fine. May have had some grant money. Sure. I don't know. Mm. It's not till you get that uh, Avengers. You get on the Avengers teat. You start, you start really making it. Yes, Patrick. Sorry, I cut you off there. No, I was just going to say in uh, Marvel's Avengers, which I've been playing for a few hours since uh, it launched for me today, uh, since I bought a, you know, not plebe version, mm-hmm. um, uh, they are considered like to, they, he talks about the Hulk as a separate person. Oh, which, his, uh, his other, uh, or whatever so, they say. Yeah. It's almost like it's uh uh, Dr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Jekyll Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Jekyll Hyde. Sure. Hey, yeah. can you give Mr. me a one, Jekyll give me a one sentence review of that game so far? Cause we all had concerns and I'm just, I'm curious how you like Avengers. One sentence. Uh, if you are a big Marvel fan, you'll have lots of fun. If you're not, it's not for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, okay. Not for you. Fan service game only, Patrick says. I so. mean, fan fantasy. Like, playing the characters that you can play is really fulfilling that fantasy. And if that's something you want, I'm having a blast. I'm loving it. So. Okay. You do like, the, uh, you, you do like your, your Avengers, and you like a fantasy. I don't know why I said that, but Patrick, I'm glad you're enjoying your game, and I'm not not that kind of fantasy. No, no, it's, it's punching stuff. Yes, let's be let's be very clear. All right, let's get started with these side quests. 
All right, there are two brand new books. If you're like, I don't have enough World of Warcraft stuff on my shelf. Brand new books, two of them, headed to Amazon. Uh, and other booksellers, I'm sure. But there are pre-orders up on Amazon right now. Uh, the first is Folk and Fairy Tales of Azeroth, which sounds pretty interesting. It's illustrated. It's a whole big old book about monsters, magic, the weird mysteries of Azeroth, all that kind of arcane business. And that's the whole point. Think of it as kind of grim fairy tales, like the darker stuff, but set in your favorite MMO, which should still be World of Warcraft, I would assume. You Final Fantasy people, keep your emails to yourselves, okay? Don't want to hear it. Uh, anyway, you can pre-order the book now. Expect your copy on the 14th of April next year, so 2021. The second book is Grimoire of the Shadowlands and Beyond, written by Blizzard historian Sean Copeland. Uh, this book is going to be a pretty deep dive into the afterlife of World of Warcraft and Warcraft in general and the mysteries of the Maw uh, and all, all things Shadowlands. The book hits uh, July 14th. 2021, so a couple of months after this other book, and is also up for pre-order right now. And while it's still early, oh, this is a whole separate thing. I'm just going to jump straight to this because I screwed up the order. Castle Natheria. Am I saying it right? Nathra. Nathria. Nath- Nathria. Nathria. There you go. Ask your doctor if Nathria is right for you. And Mythic Season 1 have a date. Oh my gosh, you guys, lock in November 10th, 2020. This is the time you're going to want to mark that in your calendar. Because that'll be the day the gates of Castle Nathria open and you'll begin your 10 boss first raid in Shadowlands on normal and heroic difficulties as usual. Uh, the other stuff will come later like Raid Finder Wings and Mythic Wings and all that uh, the following weeks after that. Or a week right after that, they start with the first wing. Located in Revendreth, it'll be up to you and your pals to bring the evils contained therein to their knees, assuming they have knees. Thoughts on any uh, either of these two uh, things? You guys want these books, first of all? Like, that's cool. We like books. We like art. Pa- Garrett, you're going to have an art book. You'd buy that. Right? <laughs> right? I mean, these sound like art book lights, so they're not the kind of thing that make me, that usually tend to make me run out to, I guess, Amazon.com, because I don't think I have any bookstores left here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, these are, this is a wait and see for me. Uh, I liked Chronicle. Um, and so if these are kind of up to Chronicle snuff, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably pick them up. But, um, if they're not, I'll probably avoid them. Well, Chronicle is cool because it had enough art in it to almost be an art book with descriptions, you know? It's like, yeah, well, it was, it was, I liked the way it was written. It was, it was, it was a cool, like, history of proto Azeroth. Mm hmm. Also, one of the last things Metzen worked on directly, I want to say, before he left. And I think Sean Copeland worked on that also. Um, Not 100% sure on that. But anyway, it looks cool, and I'm into it if uh, if it's interesting. The the more historical thing or the look at Shadowlands and beyond just feels like a Shadowlands book. A little surprised that's coming a year later, though. Uh, well, not quite a year, but it, you know, a little less than a year after this expansion hits. It feels like the kind of thing you'd want to have out you know, day and date or a little before or something to get people stoked about what's going on in Shadowlands. Yeah, yeah. My brain goes to places there. It could be, it just took a while or delayed for some reason in writing, or uh, it's going to build on top of, you know, noteworthy spoilers uh, in leveling through the Shadowlands. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's either spoilers or uh, it needs to be written and set before they can start working on the book and things can change until very late in the development cycle. So I'm guessing that might have to do with it as well. Yeah. And uh, just a side note on the on the raid. Um, I want to get... I think this is the expansion where I embrace raiding again. I kind of 
kind of was super sloppy spotty about it in BFA. And, um, in fact, the most, <laughs> the most rady I got Garrett was early on when you and I, and a bunch of people were doing that daytime thing. Um, <laughs> when, when you and I were like, Hey, let's do this. And then Kyle got left uh, organizing it every week. Yeah. Then Kyle just sort of <laughs> took care of things kind of like Kyle does in all of his life's endeavors with all the people he knows and all his relationships. But, but yeah, it was, uh, that was a lot of fun, but I, I just really fell off rating this last expansion Legion. I was all in, uh, I was, I, I rated, I've rated every expansion pretty heavily up till BFA. So I don't know what that says about me or BFA or both, but, um, personally excited for something new so we'll see how that goes we uh we may have an official day for shadowlands which is going to be the main story today but that doesn't mean you can't get some serious work done in legion and battle for azeroth starting on september 1st through the end of the month well today's september 1st so starting today uh anyone lagging behind can finally get the rep they need to fly in legion and bfa zones players will earn bonus rep with the impressive influence buff which will increase rep gains by 100 percent for all the needed factions, which include Ulda McCord and Bron Johnny. Uh, no longer will you be the weird kid riding a horse or a cat or a robo chicken around two previous expansions. <laughs> well, you mean people like me? I always give up on that stuff toward the end, but... Um, I mean, I didn't get... <laughs> what was it? Uh, Draenor flying until BFA. Right. So, I remember when you did that. Did you go back and, and do it when your BFA was already out? I yeah, think, I think so. We hit a lull, and yeah. I went back and finished up the uh, flying in the worst expansion ever, so I could uh, <laughs> fly, my, fly my ults through it and not spend very much time in it. I don't even have. Wait, no, what do I not have? I don't have. Yeah, I don't have any of it. I've never done it because I hate. It. I hate it. I, I I've been one. I mean, I, it's not something I hold against Blizzard or it's any kind of super hard grudge or anything, but I don't like the way flying's been handled since that change. I just don't like I'm it. I'm with you. Can't stand it. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if it's out of principle or I just get lazy toward the end or what my problem is. And I know you can just play the game. And if, if you're playing and you're playing enough and you're doing all the stuff, you're going to get there and you're going to unlock it. I get it. Well, hold on, dude. Hold on. You have to play the game in a very specific way. Well, you have to play the game in ways that get you rep, which means I uh, hope you like doing world quests. I don't. I don't. That's all you're going to be doing. <laughs> I hate doing them. I mean, I don't hate doing them. I'll do them. But once I've done them five times, I don't want to do them anymore. I'm, I'm good after like a month. After a month of world quests, I'm like, I'm out. I'm done with this. Yeah. Can I get flying some other way, please? Yeah. I kind of wish they just let me pay for it. Like, give me the old days when I'd pay a thousand gold to get cold flying or whatever it was in yep. Wrath. Like, just yep. let's just do Wrath. that. You know? Wrath, I think, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you've heard me say is- this on every podcast I've ever been on. Wrath did it the best. Wrath did it well. Yes, uh, A thousand, I can understand why they wouldn't do it just like when you finish the thing, you... Because you, they want you to explore and to have played throughout the expansion without flying to to get it. Yeah. But I think there could be ways to do it. I I don't mind it too much, but I agree there there could be ways of doing it that are still a little bit restrictive, but not as restrictive of, as what is currently in place. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it, it is a big grind. Yeah, for me, it would be. Like, I understand that they want people not to just enter an expansion with that with flying, and I'm okay with that. Like, what did we do that with? Um, pa- not Pandaria. No, maybe it was Pandaria. You could fly right away in Pandaria, right? Do I have that right? Or am I thinking of something I think else? it was Pandaria. If I remember correctly, it was very similar to Lich King, where you just kind of paid for it once you hit max level. Maybe I'm thinking of Cataclysm or something, because Cataclysm, I... Z- oh, no, you're right. Cataclysm, you just fly around and immediately... 
um, right, and you could do it. that during yeah, the Yeah, the, there, there's a pendulum of flying, and on one end is Pathfinder, which I think is the worst, and on the opposite end is Cataclysm, which is flying on day one of the expansion during the leveling process, which I also think is the worst. That was a problem. I, I Yeah, I never liked that, and I'm totally fine. Yeah, I think there's just something in the middle. They got to find it. Yeah. And I don't know what that they, is. They found it. They just forgot. Well, maybe it just needs to cost more. Like a thousand gold is nothing for people anymore. I mean, yeah, cost is relative to the economy at that point in the game. I'm I'm not saying a, a thousand gold is the answer, but I'm saying I think like, it needs to be a little bit more than just gold. But mm. yeah, anyway, what if it was okay? I got it. What about this? <laughs> Patrick laughs because he knows it's going to be a shitty idea. All right, what if it was? The thousand gold or whatever, you know, we do inflation or whatever. And just like a single fun quest line, like not a hard one or a grindy one, just a a cool story based flying quest line. You could do alone or with friends. There was just a cool like, I don't know, bring it into the story, mix it in with what's happening in the world and why you can now fly and and just give me a little piece of that. So you have to do a little something. There, there's something there. There's some middle no, ground think, that's. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I think it could work. The thing is, they've been using uh, unlocking flying as a uh, an engagement mechanism to to get you to play the game and come back and do it every day. And you know, they that's everything end game is always. So it's not like if you look at that, you're like, oh my god, no, they are tricking me into playing the game. The whole game. <laughs> Is tricking you into playing the game, yeah. but uh, yeah, maybe it doesn't need to be as involved. I think so maybe a, re- a quest could work. That's a really good point, though. I think that you've made, and uh, I will forever think that yours is the best idea. <laughs> it was yours. Oh. Uh, all right, this is another <laughs> side quest, which I believe should be the main quest because it is the coolest thing that happened last week. The first of four total Shadowlands animated shorts. Lo- not shorts like the ones you're wearing, but shorts, short movies. <laughs> oh, uh, launched. Okay, and <laughs> now I cool. get it. Where do I pre-order those shorts? Yeah, that you just described <laughs> because I want to wear them. Yeah, uh, it launched this last week on the Gamescom stream. It featured some old faces, including the likes of Uther Lightbringer and his old student, some no-name character named Arthas. Scott wrote this, not me. Some no-name <laughs> character named Ar- Arthas. You've probably never heard of him. Yeah. He's just the little mom and pop thing. So, uh, yeah, this happened. A couple takeaways. I'm pretty sure the voice of one of the little angel dudes talking to the lady is the is uh, the guy that played Tuvok on Star Trek Voyager. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Um, but I can't find it. I can't find the credit. So it cannot help you. Yeah, I looked everywhere. I tried to find the credit for this thing, and I couldn't freaking find it. Also, I just like saying the 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 word uh, the term blue Uther. Because now Uther's blue. So from, from now on, it's blue Uther. Don't forget. No, it's Bluther. just Bluther. Bluther. Oh, shit. That's even just better. Bluther, man. You're, you, you, you ruined the joke. Oh, it wasn't even in my head. Bluther's better. That's way better. All right, Bluther. Has anyone, else, Bluther. Has anyone else coined that? Or is that coming out of the show today? I've yeah. seen it all over Twitter. Ah, damn it. At, at the very least, least uh, Taliesin, as you would expect. But yeah, it's, it's a pretty low-hanging fruit. Yeah, that's true. All right, so uh, it is what we thought it would be, and it's also very cool. I liked it a lot. The story is engaging. I'm uh, happy to see Uther again anyway. He's one of my favorite characters in the 
in the game. And, uh, you know, seeing him at this stage and sort of they, they kind of mess with time here a little bit because this is right after Uther is, is killed by Arthas and then, uh, spoiler, by the way, and then Arthas is sort of, uh, or Uther rather, is up here talking to Angel Lady going, ah, man, what a jerk. He was my student and he betrayed me and now I want I want justice. She's like, revenge, no justice. He just wants justice. And so um, you get to, you get a little scene where Arthas is laying on the ground after we defeated him in Ice Crown. And uh, then he gets <laughs> pulled up by the by her and uh, new Uther, Blue, uh, Bluther Angel, and uh, he gets to chuck him into a hole. So that's how this begins. <laughs> how this begins, everybody. You know, if if anyone <laughs> has not seen it yet, I think your rendition of it uh, does it complete justice. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to go watch it, everybody. It's yeah, definitely not a billion yeah. times better in every way than how Scott just described it. Yeah, I'll admit. Um, I'll admit. What'd you think, though, Garrett? Was, What'd you think? My absolute favorite one of these they've ever done. Uh, I loved it as a big, you know, Arthas fanboy. This was insane. I and I thought the fan service was used very sparingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when it opened with Uther dying uh, to Arthas, I was just like, "Well, I'm really excited about this." But but I hope they don't just lean on fan service the whole time. And there's like the the meat of this is getting to know, like, um, oh my god, why am I blanking Luther. on Luther. the name of? No, I'm, I'm we already know Uther. <laughs> Uh, what's Luther. the angel people called? Why can't oh, I remember the, 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 ba- the, the Bastion? Uh, oh, uh, the yeah. uh, lady. Is it uh, Devin or not Devin? No. The uh, chat room will let us know eventually. Lady um, in the river. Nope. Uh, I yeah. don't know what it is. I have no idea. Oh, d- uh, d- uh, Devos. Devos. Carrion. Devos. Carrion. Thank you. Carrion. Yeah. No, it's oh, Devos. Bad. Devos is the character. Carrion is the race. Right. Um, yeah. The majority of this is like kind of getting to know Bastion and the Carrions and Devos um, and kind of seeing Uther in a light that we've never seen him before, which is like completely and utterly broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a little, just enough, just enough Arthas to be like, Oh damn. But uh, using like the direct quote from the end of the wrath of the Lich King raid, um, like hit me square in the fanboy. Yeah. And uh, it took me a while to recover. I bet I, I had a similar experience. It was, it was, it's, it's not like a direct throwback in the way that some, a little bit of, you know, Legion felt like they were dusting Illidan off and kind of replaying him a little bit. Um, not that I didn't like it, I did, but it was a little bit like, ah, remember him? Ah, but this thing feels more like in a whole new context. Here's Arthas, here's Uther. You know what I mean? It's not just like, let's replay that story or let's have that fight again or let's bring them back in some way. No, it's like they're dead and now they're here and that's different. And that's, and this is why it's different. And I don't know, really worked for me. Just tickled all my little, uh, my little fanboy bones and. Also gave me some new stuff to think about. Um, it, it moves it forward. It doesn't just prop up the past and be like, hey, yeah. you remember that thing you like? It, it's the next chapter. Yeah. Uh, That's what it goes in an interesting direction. Yeah, great way of putting it. I agree. Um, yeah. It's also just funny. And this is a side note, but these Bastion people, the the lady Devos or Devos, whatever her name is. she's uh, uh, I believe it's Devo and she wants to whip it. Oh, fantastic. Whip it good, I'll, I'll bet. She is so big. She's humongous. She makes uh, Uther look like a little tiny man. <laughs> so it's just a little thought, a little something I noticed. I mean, t- toward the end, he's kind of her size now. I guess that's part of his uh, transformation or whatever. But early on, his she's... ascension. Yeah. But early on, she's sitting on a stump or he's sitting on a stump and she's just having a hard talk with him. And he looks like this little kid with a beard. It's just the weirdest thing. Anyway, it's beautiful as one might expect. The art's crazy good. The voice works great. The story's Honestly, great. Very it, it 
you know, uh, I'm very honest on this show, yeah. and I have not been incredibly hyped mm -hmm. for Shadowlands. Mm -hmm. I not, I don't think I'm even going to uh, complete the um, Pathfinder achievement. I have like two steps left. I just I can't be bothered yeah. for BFA. This uh, animated short completely hyped me. I nice. thought it was as Garrett. I think it might be the best one they've ever done. Although the daughter of the C1 was really, really cool as well. Yeah. But it is awesome because it is not rehashing the story of Arthas, as you said, Garrett. It it really takes those characters you love and bring them in a new place and does something interesting with them for the story and for their psychology you know they they are not the ones you knew they have changed and they have by the way i mentioned taliesin earlier if you are interested in these things go watch his 40 minutes <laughs> deconstruction of this short it is awesome the thing the short is six minutes his talk about it it's like 40 minutes it's hey, really well done we and also I did a 90 minute podcast on it oh you did sweet yeah, so wow killer as well <laughs> that's great yeah, the latest wow killer. Watched all of that but um i'm i'm like now i'm if only for the story i'm super hyped for shadowlands and bastion which i think i and everyone thought was the most boring of all of the covenants in Shadowlands. Mm -hmm. Now I'm really interested in seeing what happens. Dude, that's there. my take. That's my and, biggest uh, takeaway is yeah. I thought Bastion looked boring and this makes it seem really interesting. Oh, hundred yeah, percent. Bastion, Bastion and, uh, is as presented thus far, kind of boring. This made it, this added all kinds of intrigue I didn't yeah. expect. So the the yeah. why of Bastion, the 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 characters that are there, the Kyrian and the role it plays and the mechanics of the Shadowlands, all of that is really cool. I will say, uh, as BFA has proven, a an interesting setup and uh, marketing around the launch of the game because all of this is marketing. It's always marketing. A, a an awesome, super cool CG intro is marketing. But as BFA has shown, and many things before it, uh, it doesn't guarantee an excellent expansion, but certainly it gets me interested, a lot more interested than, than I was before. And uh, so, yeah, now I'm I'm excited for the release. Yeah, legit excited about it. When do we get the next? I meant to write this in. When do we get the next one of these? Uh, I don't think they uh, said. I it's confirmed every Thursday for the next three weeks. Okay. Oh, cool. So a couple, awesome. couple days uh, yet to wait. I, I really don't think they're all going to be as cool. It would be very surprising. Oh, by the way, uh, Taryn Gregory directed this one. Oh. And uh, it's, it's the first, first one he, yeah. First, the first of those animated shorts. He did some pre-rendered stuff, but first of those and he i mean yeah, his he last uh, middle name is justice so he kind of was born to direct this one but yeah. he knocked it out of the park well it reminds me one of the story or a, a bit of the story point that jumped out at me and i'm not saying they're they're ripping off their own ips but i got a very she's a lot like Tyrael kind of vibe like a little bit of a rebellious angel powers that be aren't uh, mm -hmm. aren't letting me do what I want to do and, and the whole justice theme bit, and all that is just getting a little bit of that vibe uh, just a little bit but honestly by the end of it she is exactly what she was denouncing initially and I think that makes the character a lot more interesting than goody two shoes Tyrael. oh for sure yeah I don't yeah that's the other thing is you know Tyrael Tyrael was 100% in the pure right and this is a this is a more complex thing but but look we're talking about a bastion setup that 
up till now we were all kind of like, eh, can't wait to get out of that zone. <laughs> Least interesting zone yeah. from like a bird's eye view for sure. Yeah. And now I'm I'm very into it. I've 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 played a decent amount of Bastion. It's definitely the zone I played the most in the alpha and the beta. And this this just this adds such a more interesting layer to everything I've seen so far. Any thoughts on... Uh, but wait, this oh. is not replicated in the actual gameplay, is that <laughs> uh, Without getting into exact spoilers, it, uh, it, really. it, it makes more... Everything makes more sense having seen this. Yeah, okay. I agree. Also, um, this didn't have any ray tracing in it. Just kidding. All right, hey, I was going to say this one thing. What was it? Oh, uh, any any um, thoughts on Arthas getting chucked into the Maw? And in a timeline when that would have been a while ago, and so maybe he truly is the jailer after all, and we're all just getting let no. alone. Oh no! Okay, all right. no, 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 I, no. I, not uh, the jailer, but I've okay, abandoned yeah. any any pre- pretense of thinking he might still be the jailer. But um, a lot could change between the beginning of Shadowlands and the end of Shadowlands. They made a big deal out of it. Is all I'm saying that throwing him down in that maw pit and going, "All right, justice has been served." I'm back in my head, I went, "No, he'll." He's going to go down there. Someone's going to give him some fish or something. He'll survive. And then he'll, he'll go, ah, I'm going to get, now I'm going to get revenge. And so the, the thing that's really interesting about, uh, this character and this moment for this character is that there is a way of looking at it that makes Arthas even more tragic than he already was. And God knows he's probably one of the most tragic characters in Warcraft history and possibly in, you know, pop culture history. He is insanely tragic. And now, not only did he get, you know, overwhelmed by the Lich King and that thing that got a hold of him and, and his soul, he also, uh, uh, and, you know, he couldn't control himself. He died. He saw his father. He killed his father. He saw his father, etc. Now, when he supposedly gets to the afterlife and arguably, potentially gets a chance at redemption his old teacher robs him of that chance and chucks him directly into the mall it is horrible yeah. like okay it's funny as well uh because scott is here well, but it's like it's i don't think it it's funny terrible. i just think it's it's like imagine at, at the end of return of the jedi all right, Vader is about to go pick up the Emperor and chuck him down the tube, and yeah. Obi-Wan's ghost shows up and says, hey, dickbag, not on my watch, and just kicks him in the nuts, throws him down the shaft, also kicks the Emperor down the shaft, and just robs Vader of any potential redemption. That's right. kind of what happens here, yeah, and right. it's wonderful. And, and, yeah. and also, Vader has to uh, like live his eternity in what's worse than hell i guess this is the hell of hell the maw is i mean like, maybe we don't we don't know right we don't, we don't know, know yeah. we don't know what happened to him like there's a because the whole thing is like arthas could have been diverted to one of the other shadowlands to redeem his soul instead of going straight to the maw and like so who knows i bet if you know if i was the jailer i'd be pretty stoked that oh, arthas yeah, showed arthas. up on my doorstep i'd be like oh damn all right now we're cooking with gas <laughs> yeah that's what I'm thinking. There's got to be, and then there'll be, maybe there'll be a power struggle down there. I don't know. I just, I just know we're not done with him. I know maybe, it. Maybe, maybe he just found like a comfy couch with someone <laughs> who had some, you know, something to smoke, and uh, he's just <laughs> chilling down there in the mall. We don't know what's in there. Maybe, maybe it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just a cigar lounge. Are you, are you, you saying it. glad you could bake it, Uther? Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude. Let's. Ooh, that that's a great cool. idea. Yeah. <laughs> 
then I truly would laugh. All right, here's the thing. One final note about this. When he's laying there on the ground, post uh, Ice Crown Citadel uh, loss, the story goes that right after he hits the dirt, the ghost of his dad comes by and says some words, right? And basically, kind of weird. weirdly, it's forgiveness or something. I don't know what he does. Do you guys remember what he says? I don't remember what he it's, says. He it's, says, no king reigns forever, my son. Okay. Right, yeah. All right. So well, let's are, you, are you asking what Arthas says or what, what King Tyrannus says? Tyrannus says, because Arthas, oh. I don't remember what Arthas says. What does he say? Well, he, he asks, is it over? And then King Tyrannus says, no king rules forever, reigns forever, son. I don't remember the direct quote. And Okay. And then Arthas says, all I see is darkness. Okay. And then, then I assume that's where we pick up. It's the darkness he starts to see, right? And then this happens. So that's the chronological event. He's laying on the ground. Dad comes, says howdy. In our minds, after we beat him in Lich King, we're going, oh, that's not so bad. You know, could have been worse at the end. There's a little redemption there. Not really, but kind of, okay, cool. And we moved on with our lives. But no, what happened was uh, Ghost Furiosa, or sorry, a Furiosa Angel and uh Luther come came by, picked him up, and chucked him in the hole. That's intense. Mm-hmm. That's intense. Yeah, I was not lost on me. I loved it. I loved it, and I can't wait for more. I can't wait for the uh, fan music video re-edit of this to Lincoln Parks in the end. It's going to be great. Oh, and the, looking forward to it. Nothing even matters in the end. Cue so, the piano. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. All right. Speaking of dates. I mean, Patrick's right. The biggest thing of the week really was that animated stuff. However, it's important to note that we have a launch date for Shadowlands. It's launching October 26th in North America and October 27th in Europe and other territories. <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. Get it a day late. Can't can't help you. That's uh, <laughs> what you get for getting Star Wars and every Marvel movie like a month in advance or whatever it was. Yeah. How do you sit Dodging Reddit spoilers. Yeah, how do you year do? after you year? Also got expansions a day early for you know years and years, so it's fine. Okay, you're all right with it then. I didn't know if there's. Yeah, any- I, I'm, I'm not as excited about where I was I was when they, we were getting them a day early. So all right, um, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right, I miss when East Coast would get it before West Coast, like continental US. <laughs> like that was that was the best. Sitting in Florida, watching all my buddies in California not have their boxes yet. Is it it's simul- great to feel like a jerk? It's simultaneous now, right? Yeah, it's simultaneous, and they bias it towards specific. So I gotta wait till like three a.m. if I want to play right when it goes live. I'm trying to remember the last thing I I think Lich King was the last one I got physically at a store. I think I think that was the last one that they didn't turn on at midnight Pacific. At the Lich King, I think was the last one where it was like if you're East Coast at midnight, you can play. Yeah, and Kata. I think I could be doing. I could be wrong. I don't remember Kata. Kata and Forward. I was all digital, and I don't remember how they timed it, but yeah. I don't know. I feel a little bad yeah, that I don't have all right. the, I mean, I have the boxes, but not, I didn't wait in line for these boxes and there's something sad about that. Anyway. See the, the drawback of actually working for Blizzard in <laughs> PR was that I had to work. Yeah. And I was doing those stupid launch events, which meant I couldn't play when the servers went live. So see, feel bad for me. I do. I feel um, terrible for you right now. Terrible. Oh no! <laughs> I remember. Oh no, Patrick! Oh, Patrick got the word for Blizzard. Uh, <laughs> I remember Diablo three when it launched. Yeah. I was in Spain for a launch event, and I woke up uh, early the next day and tried to get my crappy MacBook 
from whatever time it was to play Diablo. Kind of did, but not very well. Mm. And uh, that was, yeah, anyway. Your story that you told, the one you told me once about, I'm sure you've said it on the air too, but that story about you being stuck on a train in Germany or something. What was the thing? There was some- oh, that wasn't, that wasn't to launch, but yeah, that. It has a bad <laughs> that was a story. Fun one. Um, there was, I th- oh yeah, actually it was for StarCraft 2. We had an event planned and uh, we had pro players that were supposed to show up in Paris for the, the event to play some uh, special matches. Sure. And the day before, my boss, my boss's boss actually is like getting a little bit antsy. And she's like, you know, I think we need, because they were in Germany playing at, for ESL or something like that. And <laughs> she comes to see my boss and me and she's like, you know, I have a bad feeling about this. Patrick, why don't you go there tomorrow morning at five in the morning? Go to Köln, I think. Uh, get, on, get them on the train and stay with them until they're in Versailles near Paris um, for the thing. So I had to, from one day to the next, go to Germany, get there, get straight to the um, train station, get them all on the train. And then the funny thing was she had like some kind of sixth sense. There was storms and stuff. There was a tree stuck on the, um, on the uh, 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 rails. And we got stuck like for, I don't know, eight hours in oh. that train. Um, and that's, a fun eight hours I spent with um, Kim, was Red it? Eye, uh, Kim, Kim Fan. Kim Fan was um, there. Yeah, that's right. Kim Fan, a bunch of other people. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, it was fun. Oh, yeah. man. I love that story. Kim, Kim Fan was the first Blizzard employee I ever interviewed. Oh, on, nice. Uh, Starcast back in the day. Where my first one was. Who was our first here? Shilton, maybe? I don't remember. That or, that. that Sounds right. Sounds right. <laughs> May have been Tom Shelton. I don't remember. Anyway, that certainly sounds right. But when I end the show, we'll, uh, it'll be with Tom Shelton. That's how we'll end it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm working on a mobile game. He'll say, "No, we don't know what he's doing." Um. Anyway, Patrick, I love God, that story where because are the mobile games? You were so where damn dedicated. They? I know we don't hear. I, 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 well, I mean, I, I was dedicated, yes, but also they paid me. Well, so, yeah. Plus, yeah. I always think of Europe <laughs> as big as. I mean, Europe is a lot. Things are closer than I always think in my head. So this would have been like me saying, I got to get up to Wyoming and then having car trouble all the way back. It would be about the same delay. Probably, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's not like it's like normally going from Paris to that, you know, uh, Cone is three hours, I think, something mm. like that by train. Wow. So it's not that big a deal. There you go. Oh, Siv says in the chat says uh, three, three stacks of Chilton was the name of the episode. And then was that interview says it was the first episode he ever heard. Oh, Siv. What a moment we're nice. sharing right now. Uh, a couple other quick, important announcements anor- uh, about this. Uh, the standard base edition includes the complete Shadowlands game. The heroic edition includes Shadowlands level character boost. Interesting term, by the way. They don't use the number. They just call it Shadowlands level character boost. And the Yeah, because they can't say level 50 or, you know, because level 50 is weird. Yeah, right? it is weird. I agree. Uh, and the ens- I don't know how to say this. Ensorcelled. Sorcelid. The ensorcelled. The ensorcelled everworm mount. I hate that word. Uh, gives you access to the, the vestments of the eternal traveler transmog via the quest granted by said mount. Uh, and then there's the epic edition of the game. This comes with everything. This is nothing about the physical like collectors or any of that. But this uh, epic version comes with everything we've said so far. Plus anima 
I put Wyoming pet. That's not right. I think it's Wormling pet. <laughs> Why is it Wyoming? I was just talking about Wyoming. That's weird. Uh, Wrath chill cosmetic weapon effect and the Eternal Traveler's Hearthstone plus 30 days of game time. Now, you may have noticed this is the first since boosts have been available to the game in previous expansions. This is the first one where the standard edition of the game does not come with a boost. So everybody who thought you were just going to get a boost for your $59 or $49.99 version of the game, that is incorrect. And I confirmed it uh, in a couple other places, including Battle.net. They are not offering that with the standard edition of the game, which is kind of a bummer, I think, for a lot of players who just, you know, are used to going in low and getting at least that as one of the benefits. So you got to have, you got to go standard edition, or sorry, you got to go, ep, not epic, what's it called? Be, 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 heroic. heroic. Heroic or epic. If you do heroic, I think you're gonna. You're getting set back. Fifty nine ninety. It's maybe only ten more. It's not that bad, but still, does that annoy you guys? It annoys me a little bit. I think we should all get boosts. Don't you think? Huh, yeah. I didn't know that. I guess I got the heroic edition and didn't even realize. Have you already got? Does your thing say here? Use your boost. Do you have that message uh, yet? Or? I already used it. Oh, you did. Yeah. What'd you use it on? Uh, an alliance paladin. <laughs> Because oh, I already had a Horde Paladin, but I wanted to play a Paladin with my Alliance buddies. Oh, that's right. I was thinking it was a different boost, though. So you've already used your pre-order boost. You're done. Um, I'm fairly certain that was the Shadowlands boost that I used. Okay. Yeah, because you can use it now. I think that's the exactly why they're using the terminology that they're using, because you can use it now before the pre-patch where we get the level switch. Right. And so that, that way you don't need to say, it'll be... A 120 boost if you use it now, or it'll be a 50 boost if you use it after. That's just, it's easier to say Shadowlands boost. Yeah. Well, less value for your 49.99 is my big takeaway. Uh, timing wise, I think it sounds about normal. Like October's a good time to do it. This would have been right before a BlizzCon. BlizzCon typically the first through the eighth in that range anyway. Uh, some dates in those, one of those two weekends. Um, there isn't one this year, but that's usually what would happen is either right before or right after. So it feels like everything's just kind of on track time wise. And that's great. Um, it is a crowded. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of stuff happening. Um, yeah, it's like, get your world of Warcraft gameplay time in because a few weeks later, gamers are going to be very busy yeah if all you like if all you play is world of warcraft and there's plenty of people like that then you're set good job you're all good but this year in particular it feels like partly because so many things were delayed to this part of the year that you're just about to get bombarded especially november and november is always a little busy but you know uh freaking uh what's it called cyberpunk Cyberpunk, sorry you got delayed so many times and now finally is happening that following month so it's gonna get real hairy real quick so i guess i mean yeah and the consoles and oh yeah all that stuff we're guessing we don't know the consoles might actually never come out because they don't want to announce the date do you think that's just them playing chicken with each other and they're just like sony's like well we're just as soon as microsoft says something we'll do you know like because they won't do price and they won't do release dates until one of the other one budges that's weird yeah I, I don't know. There there has to be a reason. Maybe COVID is part of the reason. There's definitely some chicken happening. But also, you know, how much time do we really need to know beforehand? Obviously, there's yeah. budgeting issues. Right. Um, but, you know, Apple announces the price of the phone the day you can buy it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's October. So look forward to it, everybody. 
your chance to shine. Now this. It's rapid fire questions. That's right. A, re- a regurgitated thing that we used to do when Randy was on the show, he and I. We called it quick fire then. We call it rapid fire now, and it's where I ask a bunch of... So rap- rapid fire is completely new. Nothing yeah, to completely do new. It. Nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I like it because it's based on the name of an ability the hunters have in the game, and so it feels a little more true to the Warcraft name, right? So that's why it's rapid fire questions. Uh, they'd be like you calling... I used it in classic the other day. Yeah. Yeah, you did. It's on a really long cooldown, so it's a big deal when I get to use rapid fire. Uh, yes, it it does. All right, so we are going to. Uh, I'm going to throw some questions around. These can let's see. I'll, well, I'll tell you who these are targeted at. Let's start with this one from Kidagree on Chamber of Aspects. Uh, Ask Patrick, what does a warlock's hearthstone? Actually, I'm sorry. What does a warlock's health stone actually taste like? Uh, minty fresh. Ooh, wow, that surprised Surprising, me. But, yeah, uh, I guess that. Huh, yeah. Like a. Like an undead testicle. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Kenyu Len on Demon Soul says, favorite five-man dungeon to run in WoW, uh, Garrett. Any expansion, he uh, says. Uh, uh, the, 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 the one where Arthas slowly walks after you. I can't remember the name. Oh, uh, Ice Crown. I think it's no. Ice Crown, yeah. Well, Ice Crown Citadel, but then there was Ice Crown. It's not Ice Crown Citadel. No, of it's course not. not but it's, it's Ice Crown something. Ice uh, Crown, Forge of Souls, Walking Ice, Five Man, Ice Crown, Ice Crown. Not called Ice Crown anything. For, uh, for, uh, walking with Arthas. Arthas is walking. Fit of Sauron, Frozen Halls. I don't know. I think it's Frozen Halls. Hey, you remember. guys, where's Arthas? He's right behind you. That's the name. All right. <laughs> don't don't turn around. Halls <laughs> of Reflection. There it is. Oh, he's of behind me, isn't he? Yeah, he's behind me this whole time. All right. Alpha Cider from Storm Rage asked Patrick. If you had to choose between eating through your butthole or pooping through your mouth, which would you choose? <laughs> the first one. Oh, really? All right. Well, I mean, yes, obviously. Yes, really. Would you choose the other one, Scott? <laughs> I hadn't given it too much thought, but you know what? You're right. I would rather okay. eat through my butthole. It's only one answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is it's, only one answer. It's what's wrong with you. Yeah. The that's, the answer. that's the answer. That's the answer. And a question in itself. Monsoon Cabbage wrote in. That's funny. I, I know that reference. How many drain eye does it take to power a light bulb, Garrett? Uh, I mean, just one of them because they got that silly passive where a light goes over their head. Oh, well then. I that's can't, all it takes. That's a, a fantastic answer. Karato on Silver Moon EU says, uh, Patrick, if you could delete one character from the lore of World of Warcraft, <clears throat> who would it be and why is it Nathanos? It would be Arthas just to piss off Garrett. <laughs> oh, man, it would piss that off. Tracks. That tracks. That tracks. It does track. Mm-hmm. All right, final question. We'll give this one to Garrett. Plasmodium from Proudmore. Great name, Plasmodium. Um, all right. If all the dragon aspects were popsicles, what flavor would they be? I need a list of all the dragon aspects. I don't remember them all. <laughs> it's very easy. There's the blue one, the red one, the green one, uh, the bronze one, and what's the fifth one? What would black would, one? Black would, one. Would, what's her name? So, the little midgety one. All right. She, uh, just uh, yeah, bronze dragon flight would be like lemon flavored. Obviously, Yasera would be uh, the, the green dragon flight would be like a, like a green apple. I'm okay. gonna. I hope like a sour apple. Right. Uh, the red dragon flight you would throw that straight in the trash because it would be cherry. Uh, the blue dragon flight 
would be uh, blue raspberry, and you'd be really into it. It'd be really good. What would chromey taste oh, but like? It's the magic, so so it's got the little like poppy thing that pops on your tongue. Yeah. The, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Pop, pop rocks. rocks. Pop rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Or as the French and call the it, black dragon flight. It would also go in the trash because it would be licorice. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate black licorice so much. Um, all right, those that's, are my questions. That's how we should resolve all conflicts in Azeroth. I agree. Just decide what flavor it is and uh, throw it in the trash if you don't like it. I tend- <laughs> if it's cherry or licorice, right yeah. in the bin. Just. I tend yeah. to agree. Garrett, did you have any this week that you wanted to ask? Oh, yeah, dude. Right. Oh, go for are it. you kidding me? Scott, yeah. uh, Go Lighty Tommy wants to know, where is our shit wizard Cadgar? Oh, my gosh. A great question, and Blizzard should answer. Quit being cowards and make one of these animated shorts be all about where the hell Cadgar is, please. Even if it's just his head in a ball. They shit. did. It was in Legion, and he went to Karazhan. Mm, not enough. <laughs> I love the show. Uh, Jake wants to know, Patrick, what would be your ideal cheat day meal? My cheat day? Yeah, you could eat whatever you want. What's your cheat day meal? Yeah, like oh if you're on God, a diet. McDonald's. If you're on a and, diet and or something. Like no, that. no, no. It's it's McDonald's, and and uh, I do that all the time. Oh, I Yum. thought you were gonna say che- uh, you always like the, the the what am I trying to call them? nachos? You like the nachos, don't you? Uh, many things that I like, including nachos and <laughs> McDonald's and ramen and uh, many other things. All right. I like how so, you say McDonald's. Oh, no, but McDonald's. I wish there was a see, super interesting quickfire question. What would be uh, Arthas's burger special at McDonald's? Like if they had a, a Warcraft-themed meals at McDonald's, uh, what would Arthas's be? Arthas, what would Arthas be? Uh, it would uh, not be cooked all the way through. It'd still have some freezer burn on it. <laughs> and uh, it would probably have barbecue sauce uh, like all garbage burgers because Arthas is a garbage human being. Yeah. But he'd be, it'd be a sad burger too, right? Like a kind of a sad. <laughs> it'd be a single frost burnt patty. Yeah, and when you didn't like it, you would throw it into the garbage can, which would now be labeled the Maw. The right? mall. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There All you right. go. And he Perfect. would say, I see only darkness Perfect. when the bin closes. Perfect. That would be it. Yeah, be it would it. be like under the, the pack for the burger, it would be just like a, a small quote. I yeah. see only at, darkness with yeah. a little. And, hor- and made of yeah. horse meat. All right, go ahead. At Korath with a C wants to know, Scott, guilty pleasure band to listen to. Oh, man. We are just talking about this. Um... Uh, Marcy Playground. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sexy Patrick, candy. same question. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know that it's a band, but KDA, the first single, not the second one that just came out. Uh, I don't, I really don't like it, but the first one <laughs> is really good. That's the Riot uh, Girls Band. Oh, for yeah, yeah. Of Legends. Ah, there you uh, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's actually pretty, that stuff's all right. Yeah. And the, the video was so dope. Anyway. Gary, Gary, you have uh, to answer this because you're a big band guy. What do you, what, do you, what would your uh, be? I mean, I, I just music in general. Um, I, she just swept at the VMAs. I unabashedly love Lady Gaga. Oh, and I think all of her albums are dope as hell. All right. Now, also, hey, if, if, we're, if we're admitting things, I really like the new Taylor Swift album. So there, take that. Oh, well, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Ooh. Yeah, I've let it out. Uh, at Taz, the man wants to know, Scott, pick one that gets a TV show. Only one. Waterworld or Mad Max? Oh, Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad Max 100%. I'm thinking for Scott. He, yeah. Yes. Okay. That's the, it's the correct thing. answer. I mean, I, look, I'd take a Waterworld series in addition, but not in place of. Although 
Scott, yeah. wait a second. Yeah. What if it sucks? <laughs> oh, no. See, this is the problem. George Miller has to be in charge. It has to be right. really smart people, really big budget. Like, they got to do it right. Put it on HBO. Got to be gritty and dirty and great. All of that. The the Waterworld one, you can put it on Prime. It can be okay. It doesn't have to be great, but it can't be in place of... If you're going to do it at all, you go headlong and you make a proper Mad Max series, and I would be in love with it. Oh, my gosh. You do both and eventually have a crossover between Mad Max and Waterworld. Yeah, when <laughs> the water and the dirt finally meet, it'll be perfect. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, at Johnny Boy's Ear wants to know, Patrick, more character customization or more allied races? Character customization. I because, agree. Yes. And you never see it anyway because, or somehow you have to make it so you see it more because it's all on the face and you never see the face. Although, take off your helm. <laughs> I mean, you can hide a lot of your armor now. Uh, I know yeah. because I hide okay, all true. of my armor. Do you really? <laughs> you just run around in your little undies now? Is that how you do it? No? Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Awesome. And that's going to wrap it up for this week. Oh, that's it. That was your last one. All right. That's, usually it's say, and our final one. And instead we thought, oh, there must be a last one. Uh, well done, everybody. Rapid fire questions are fun. And uh, you just follow us on Twitter and we'll let you know during the week how to send us more because it's a good time. Well done, everybody. All right. We got one of these to do. Mr. Johnson, I have... I have questions. All right. We got a question from Costner. Oh, that's hilarious. We were just talking about Kevin Costner movie. Um, Costner wrote in through the email address, the instance at gmail.com. He says, I've been playing through BFA mostly as a solo player after a lot of my friends dropped off for Johnson like reasons. Nice shade, a little, little shade thrown in there. Uh, pet battle. And these are the reasons pet battles are dumb. PVP is stupid. Dailies are too grindy. Islands were boring. Uh, he says, you know what they like? Showing up when their guild has a mythic on farm and they can get carried. Should I be more vocal on forums and social media to maybe get the word out that the game isn't as bad as I keep reading? Love the show. Costner, Paladin on Eridar. Uh Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, your friends are lame for just showing up to get carried. Not that I've never been carried before in a in a raid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you better but, walk that back pretty quick. But Johnson. not, but not like mythic on farm care. And like, I'm not doing that I ever, mean, ever. I wouldn't do that. You know, I have, if you're, and I will continue. <laughs> I think I understand the sentiment of you know, oh, they just show up to get carried. But if you're not liking the process of conquering the mythic, and you're resenting your friends for coming when it's already on farm. I mean, unless you're having huge difficulties getting a group together to, to do those mythics in the beginning, but you should play those mythics because you like playing them and your friends, if they don't like the super high challenge of, of trying to master them, I think it's okay that they show up afterwards and hopefully you have fun together, you know, uh, destroying those, those mythic things. It just, Let's let people play what they like. I, I don't see it as a, oh, they suck because they're taking advantage of the thing. They're showing up when it's fun for them. So All right. I don't know. There's some positivity there. I do think people get a little too precious about what they think the game should be and therefore apply that template to everybody. I don't like that. Like Nobody should play because someone else told them to play a certain way or at a certain pace or, or any of that. Now, yeah. if you're in some really competitive guild, you're all going for world first. I get it. There needs to be Obviously, a regiment yes, there. Yes. That's different. You know what you're signing up for. But if you're always like, ah, you're not doing it right or whatever, I just think that's, I don't know, it's dangerous to those friendships. So I wouldn't. I, I mean, I, 
I agree that I, I can see how you would think they're taking advantage of your hard work. But I hope that Costner, you're having fun doing that hard hard work on on the initial mythic runs. And if you're not having fun, uh, that that first I'm not sure you should do it, and second you shouldn't take it out on your friends who show up afterwards. Maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but that's how I. Garrett, your hot take. I'm exactly with with, with you, Scott. Like I I think uh, it's pretty easy, especially with like so many content creators out there now. Uh, like it's really easy to get hung up on popular concerns or complaints or critiques uh, about this game, about any game that you're into, if you consume content for it. Um, but that's what I always really liked about World of Warcraft. And the thing that got me into this podcast in the very beginning was it was like very much you make your own fun. You make your own list of things you want to go and do. Um, there's there's a lot of different aspects of World of Warcraft that you can focus on. Yep. Um, so you don't always have to focus on the ones that you don't like, uh, which you know boils down to like why I get really grumpy about things like Pathfinder because there's only really one way to do it. And I don't like the way you got to do it. Mm. that's a good point there is no other way to do that thing you just have to do well it. i mean there are things that there's only one way to do them but yeah, yeah well and you not. got into that with like yeah if you want to do the the highest difficulty of rating like you're gonna be beholden to a schedule with yeah. your friends there's no way around that but it wouldn't be as they may cool not even be your friends exclusive or as difficult otherwise they may not even be your friends it might be like that guy who says you didn't know what the f to do it could be like that guy you don't want to be that guy it, it, it could no, it could I, 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 honestly my, one of my favorite raids was with what i would describe as one of the strictest raid leaders i've ever raided with i i respond to that okay. i like that kind of feedback i don't i don't want someone having the kitty gloves on if our goal is to progress yeah, but you're also not prescribing that to anybody else unless that's also what they want, and that's the I exactly that's you're the opting in. Like this is it, it's it's a social experience at that point. Yeah, well, Costner, it's you know, a great. And, and this is, I mean, Lord, this exists in like every every hobby. You want to get into cars, you into paintball. What are you into? There's probably entry level hobbyist enthusiast, and there's probably diehard hardcore, you know, enjoyers of the of said hobby. Yeah, do you want to play like Jordan, or you want to play like? I'm not going to disparage another player. Like Scott Johnson. <laughs> like me. Like me. Uh, uh, there, the, the other question, uh, should oh. you tell people, get the word out about the fact that the game is cool? Because there's positivity in his oh, yeah. uh, email. Um, it's a little bit late. I don't think anyone's going to change their mind now. Uh, we're getting pretty close to the pre-patch event or pre-expansion event where people might show up anyway. Um, and the game is going to be different at Shadowlands. Anyway, so I, I wouldn't waste too much energy on trying to convince people now about BFA. Yeah. I, I, I would say that I came back really late uh, in Cataclysm. I played right at the beginning, hit max level, and then took a really long break. And then I came back way after the final raid came out. And I had a great time because mm-hmm. um, I was getting prepped for, for uh, I guess it was Miss at the time. Um, and there was, I just I showed up with like no baggage because I was like, whatever, I just want to get my things in order and remember how to play World of Warcraft. And yeah. uh, ended up having a really good time going back and like catching up on old raid content and seeing things I hadn't seen yet. Um, when Same for I, me with uh, Warlords. I showed up like three months before the end, and it was great. Yeah, lots of and that can totally be done. I'm sure that people. I mean, I burned out early on BFA because I really went hard early, and not everyone else did. I kind of envy people who you know spread it out a bit because I really went hard and then burned out. But I think we'll. I don't know. I mean, personally. 
I don't ever, ever, if somebody says, hey, is World of Warcraft cool to get into like right now? I don't go, well, BFA is pretty bad, so I'd hold off. I don't do that anyway. I say, no, yeah, get in. There's tons of stuff to do, and it's the game's in as good a shape as it's ever been, and we got a new expansion on the, on the horizon even, so there's a lot to do before then. And, you know, if anything, I'm trying to help them understand that it's not too overwhelming uh, amounts of content. And there's a lot, but, you know, that it's still accessible. So, yeah, I don't, I, you know. I'm that's the thing a lot of people confuse you know general criticisms with with just outright loathing of something and I don't I don't loathe BFA I just you know I just don't find it all that motivating for me personally I know there are players who are having a great time right now and they should and I think that's great uh Costner thank you for your email love your work on Yellowstone keep it up I think there's an Emmy in that for you one day all right moving on uh, we're done. That's it. That's the show. A reminder that if you like what you hear on The Instance, you can be not the first, but one of the many who've supported us at theinstance.net, become an Instance Plus member. You get art in the mail every month that is unique and never to go anywhere else but you. Well, now there's like you, but it's published just for you. I sent a Pandaren out last month. We got a brand new month, so I'm not even sure what we're doing this month, but something cool. I think maybe a gnome because people say I don't like gnomes. Maybe we'll do a gnome. I don't know. Can't decide. Uh, but there's lots of other stuff. You can find it all and all the details and information at theinstance.net. Uh, let's go around the table real quick and tell people where they can find more fine content from our hostery here. <laughs> uh, Patrick, what are you doing this week that people should know about? Uh, I just recorded a new episode of Pixels, and uh, we have a new episode of the Phileas Club coming up. So go to notpatrick.com and you'll have links to both of those. Notpatrick.com. Nice. Garrett, how about you, sir? Uh, everything's at amove.tv. We have a, a new WoW Killer up from last week. We did 90 minutes, uh, Tally Essen and myself, talking about the the new Afterlives short. Uh, we'll have a new Angry Chicken this week, and I have a new Into the Nexus. I hear tell we are going to be getting uh, Heroes of the Storm artist on sometime soon uh, to talk about the awesome new in-game event that just hit the PTR, and we'll be hitting the live game. Um, and also, I just wanted to give a shout-out. Oh, one second. Uh, okay. uh, many episodes ago, I mentioned that I uh, didn't know there was a Legion art book, and a listener by the name of Adam W. sent me a Legion art book. So, thank you, Adam. It's Thanks a awesome. lot, Adam. Patrick and I are super grateful for what you've done. Just kidding. That's great. That's super nice. <laughs> Look, I don't want to hear it, mister. I have a sealed uh, vanilla collector's edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have no room to talk, I'll, but no, that's I'll great. I'll take my Legion art book. That's super cool. I, I still was not convinced there was such a thing, and now now we know it's true. I mean, how is it? Is it all you hoped and more? It's really freaking good. It well, is like a return to form, like freaking nice. art book. Uh, that I was, I was, you know, used to getting with uh, my World of Warcraft collectors editions. Also, it has one of the most awesome embossed covers of any of them. Wow! Look at this thing. That's amazing. It looks fantastic. Oh man, I want one now. All right. Anyway, hey, there it is. That's the show, everybody. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. I know we did. If you'd like to send us your emails, please do. That's the instance at gmail.com. The instance.net for everything else you're looking for. Old episodes, whatever it is, it's all there. And more shows like this at frogpants.com. Also, a quick note that you can get all our episodes on uh, YouTube after the fact if you miss the live stream on Twitch. And those happen over at youtube.com slash Scott Johnson. Also linked at theinstance.net. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Garrett. We'll see you next time.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.